All right. Come on in, family. Find the seat. So as I said, uh, we're going to kick this year off together with the fivefold leadership team releasing some some prophetic words from the Lord over over you over the house this morning and uh, I'm excited that we're doing this we actually uh, traditionally we always typically have done this and I think the past I know at least last year maybe the year before as well we kind of did some other things on the first Sunday of the year but I'm excited that we're you know the way it fell this year New Year's Day on Sunday excited for us to to do this again together. If you're new and you did not know, um, this is our, uh, as Nedra's coming as well, this is our five-fold ministry leadership team here at Arise. And we lead the church together uh, through uh, the five-fold ministry of apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher uh, from Ephesians 4. And, you know, when you look at the uh, Jesus, he's the perfect apostle, he's the perfect prophet, He's the perfect evangelist. He's the perfect pastor. He's the perfect teacher. And so we really believe where, um, you know, when you bring the fivefold ministry gifts together and release them together, you are um, operating in, in the, the, the full heart of Jesus. And uh, we just uh, have really, uh, I know many of you have been part of this church for a while. Some of you are new, but um, we're so blessed to be able to lead together. Our, you know, our roles and responsibilities may look different, but we lead together as a team. And so uh, let's just uh, get ready to receive, and uh, I just pray uh, right now in the name of Jesus that our words this morning would be pointed and uh, authoritative and, and, and just infused with hope and healing and uh, just breakthrough, just the breaker anointing, just releasing through the team this morning over you. And uh, so partner with these words, receive them. Wes is going to start us off, and then I'll close us out. Oh, hallelujah. Are you happy this morning? God's so good. I um, Happy New Year. I, I am just really, really excited about this new year. Anybody else just, there's something about the start of a new year that's so exciting. And I, I'm, I'm really just anticipating and excited about what, what God's going to do this year, especially in regards to like evangelism to go and be the hands and feet of Jesus, you know, to be a light. And and I, I'm so excited, too, about just what he's going to continue to do through our food pantry. You know, if I could just share this really quickly. You know, last year we started our food pantry here to rise at the beginning of the year, and you all just gave into it. I mean, just has poured in and brought groceries. And so last year, we delivered groceries to around 400 families in our community last year. Yeah, it is just so awesome. And not only did we deliver groceries, man, we delivered the good news of Jesus to these families. And we saw people get healed and we saw people get saved. And it was so awesome. So I'm just I'm just excited to see what God's going to continue to do through that. I want to double that this year. Is that good with you? And so I'm just excited about all of that in regards to evangelism. But if I could just be vulnerable with you for just a moment and just tell you the thing that I'm most excited about. Now, I'm never, ever going to stop encouraging you and encouraging us and empowering us to go and be a light, to be the hands and feet of Jesus, because that's, that's who we are. 
we, we are God's plan to bring redemption to this world. Do you understand this? If you're waiting for God to unfold his plan as to how he's going to redeem this world, wait no more. He has put the ultimate plan inside of you, Jesus, and now we are the plan and carry him with us everywhere we go. Amen. And so I, I'm just, I, you'll never be, stop being empowered to do that. But the thing that I'm most excited about this year, for me personally, and I feel like it's for everybody, and this might sound so simple, but I'm excited to grow in my relationship with Jesus. I'm, like for real. I want to go deeper in my walk with him. In order for us to truly grow out there, we have to be hungry enough to grow inside of here first. This whole thing is lived from the inside out. And I feel like the Holy Spirit's just reminding me here at the beginning of the year, man, like I, I want to choose Jesus above anything and everything else in my life. And that's what I'm most excited about. And I'm reminded right here at the beginning of the year, you know, that, that true evangelism actually begins on your knees. True evangelism begins in the secret place. I want the secret place to become the most sacred place in my life. And I declare that over you this morning in the name of Jesus, that the secret place with Jesus become the most sacred place in your life. And the overflow of that intimacy with him, evangelism becomes not something you do, but who you are and a lifestyle because of the way that you live. Amen. I, 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 listen, I, the greatest thing about our relationship with God is not that we get to partner with him to change the world. It's not that we get to partner with him and see signs and wonders and miracles, even though we'll see those because that's who he is. It comes with a package. But the greatest thing about being a son or a daughter is that there is no veil between us and him. There is no veil. Second Corinthians 3.18 says, And we all who with unveiled faces... One of the most important scriptures in all of the New Testament, Jesus came to tear the veil. And we all who with unveiled faces reflect the Lord's glory, and are being transformed into his image. Y'all, there is connection. There is intimacy. The reason God loved us so much that he sent his son Jesus to die for us is so there would be nothing, no veil, so that we could have intimacy. And the result of intimacy and connection and communion is us beginning to reflect his glory everywhere we go is us bearing the image of God, walking like him, talking like him, seeing like him, representing him, and Christ in us coming, becoming Christ through us, and we can't even help it. This is, this is life with Jesus. I'm most excited about running with him, making the secret place the most sacred place in my life, being with him, choosing him above everything else. Last scripture, and I'm going to pass it to Caroline, but this scripture has just been, been changing my life over the past couple weeks. It's Philippians 2.12. It says, to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. It doesn't mean we work to get saved. We're saved by grace. But once we're saved, every day we get to work out with Jesus. <laughs> like we get to work, like we get to grow. We get to like go deeper. There's so many believers that are saved, but they're not experiencing the fullness of the power of salvation because they're not working out with him every day of their life. We're supposed to wake up every day and say, Jesus, I'm yours today. 
in the most sacred place is the secret place. And then we go into the public place and we walk with him, we talk with him, we hear from him, we obey him, and we represent him. We begin to reflect his glory. Christ in us becomes Christ through us. You see how it works from the inside out. And so that's, that's my prayer and my declaration over you at the beginning of this year. And that secret place is so sacred that intimacy with the Father is the most important thing in your life. And you have such a hunger to grow and walk in a deeper relationship with Jesus. Everything flows from that place. Y'all, and the, the, listen, the whole world is waiting on us to reflect him, which means we got to be with him. The whole world's waiting on us to bear his image. We, I, I'm, they're hungry. Caroline and I just got back from a trip, and I, I promise you with all my heart, I don't know if every single person we came in contact with, we shared Jesus with. That's all that mattered to us, really and truly. We, we kind of got overwhelmed with it. I, it didn't matter about the snorkeling and petting the dolphin. Who cares? I, I, everybody, everybody had to know Jesus. I mean, we were, I was talking to him, hey, Jesus loves you. Oh, man, do. Oh, man, Jesus loves you anyway. And he's the only God that has a plan for your life. How can I pray for you? And they go, okay. Because they don't really know what it means to be Hindu. They're just religious and they need a relationship because the whole world's hungry for an encounter with God. The last morning at our breakfast, the lady comes by to take our dishes, and I heard in my heart, man, she's had pain in her neck. And I just said, hey, there's, you have pain in your neck, don't you? And she looked at me and goes, yes, I do. I said, God loves you, and he's going to heal you right now. God took all her pain away, and she began to laugh. Laugh. Not at me. She began to laugh because she began to be overwhelmed with the love of the Father. And, and this is how we're supposed to live from the inside out. And I'm just so excited about what that looks like this year. Bless you. Um, hey. So 2023, I almost just said 2022, and I was like, don't say 2022. Don't say it. I do that every year. I'm like, it's so weird that it's the next year. And then, anyways, okay. So praying into 2023, um, I kept getting um, this vision of root systems. And... In the root systems, they were expanding and strengthening and going deeper and intertwining and um, and spreading. And the word that I felt like it represented was the firming of foundations and strengthening vision. So that's the main kind of word that I feel for this year, the firming of foundations and strengthening vision. Um, and I felt like part of what was leading the strengthening was a holy fear of God coming. Um, I felt there's going to be just a new appreciation for who God is and to be awestruck of his power. Um, I heard Bobby Connor say, we've been way too familiar with the God that we barely know. I was like, "Woo, <laughs> that's a good word. Um, and so, um, just continuing to pray into that vision, um, I, was, I heard the word truth, and I felt like the church is going to get really filled with truth this year, and there's going to be this revelation of Jesus being the word and the word being Jesus. And I saw the church receiving a revelatory understanding of the weight and glory that the Bible holds. Um, and that reading the Bible is the same as spending time with Jesus, and spending time with Jesus is the same as reading the Bible. <laughs> um and 
what's cool is Wes shared the story with me. He was talking with Tony, who is the father of the sweet little girl that got baptized on the 18th. And he went on a mission trip to China, and they encountered this girl that uh, she had had an encounter with Jesus, came to know the Lord. Um, you know, China, Christianity is like illegal, no Bibles, nothing. She's talking, and they just hear her just spitting out scripture, talking, 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 and they're like, wow, she must really just like pour over scripture and read it day in and day out. And the person that was with them that knew her was like, no, she's never even seen a Bible. Never even seen a Bible. She just spends time with Jesus. <laughs> and because through her intimacy and communion with Jesus, the word is just downloaded into her and she knows scripture. I mean, how supernatural and cool is our God? <laughs> and I just was like, I, I was reading John 1 1 to Jethro at the, or, you know, a couple, a week, maybe two weeks ago. And that, you know, the beginning, the word was with God and the word was God. And just having this understanding of just this deeper understanding. I've always been like, get laid out in worship, have these encounters with God. Later on, scripture like confirms it or like Mel or Wes will be like, oh yeah, that's in First Timothy or whatever, you know. <laughs> and um, I just feel like there's going to be just a release of that over the church this year. Just a understanding for the weight that the Bible carries, just this hunger for scripture and truth, and that when you are reading the Bible, it's not a religious duty, it is spending time with Jesus, and when you are laid out spending time with Jesus, you are reading the Bible, and it's all one, it's all the same, um, so I just thought, I was like, I want to release that testimony, I just thought that was so cool, and just such a good picture, and then two more quick things, um, I felt there's going to be a grace and favor and evangelism that is just going to be effortless and so much easier to share the gospel than you ever have imagined before. And you don't definitely don't have to be Wes because it's real easy for him. <laughs> um, but I felt that there there is such a a need and a hunger for Jesus, especially in America. I, I you know when there's oppression that's when, I mean, people get saved left and right. And I just, I feel that for this year, I've, I've seen it even like what he was saying. I mean, we encountered so many different people and you would not believe the ease of just sharing. And it wasn't just him, like me, and that's not my comfort level <laughs> space. Um, so I just want to encourage you that I really feel in this year, there's, there's going to be a grace and a favor to share the gospel um, and to see people get saved. And then the final word I was feeling was uh, family restored. Um, a new hope for family coming home um, and uh, for eyes to be opened um, and people to be awakened, people in our families that we've been praying for for years and years. I just saw, like, you know, when Jesus put the mud on the man's eyes and his eyes were open. I mean, I just saw, like, just vision, just people awakening eyes opening, finally seeing it, and just coming to us and being like, this is what you've been saying. It's just like something clicking, if that makes sense. Um, and, yeah, um, last word, um, we've never been where we're going now. I feel like every <laughs> every time it's like, you know, okay, is this, you know, but we've never been where we're going now. Our spiritual tomorrow is not going to look like today. So I just want to encourage you to be filled with hope that this is going to be an amazing year because we have an amazing God. Amen. <laughs>
so good. Um, so I'm going to try to explain this if I can. Uh, so what I was feeling for this year is um, that this is going to be a year where God kind of brings several things into completion or perfection. And um, what uh, what that means is that for, for some of you, it's going to be, he's going to bring an end to some things that have been holding you back. Um, and for others of you, it's going to be uh, bringing an end to a season of preparation where you've been faithful with what you have, and he's going to bring that preparation season into um, a completion, and you're going to move forward, um, and not just move forward, but really be sprung forward. And I think a lot of times when we think about, you know, God, God bringing something to completion um, or starting something new, we kind of look at it like um, walking through a door, right? It's like we see like I'm walking through a new door and I'm closing the old door. And this is not that kind of um, transition, transitional thing. Because, you know, we tend to think of things like very quickly, very immediately. But when God does things, it seems slow to us. Because it's very, it, it has to be slow for us to catch up to the way that he thinks and the way that he sees. And, and so what I want you to kind of compare it to is uh, kind of like you've been in a, in a house or in a home and you've been faithful and you've been um, in the preparation to, to upgrade your home. And so you've been looking and you've been shopping for a new home and and when you move, you want to make sure that all everything is right in the place where you're moving. You want to make sure that you have the right paint on the walls and you have the right furniture and, you know, you've got the right amount of rooms and the right, right amount of bathrooms and the, and the deck and the driveway and the garage. And there's like all these decisions about what you want your house to look like. And part of, you know, also moving out of your old house is like you decide what you want to take and what you don't need to take with you. Okay, so that's kind of the way that I see this year. It's a like it's a coming it's a coming into completion. And it's really important in this process of coming into completion that we pay really close attention um, to what the new chapter is going to look like, because Nedra said a couple of months ago, this is not a new season. This is a new chapter. And Caroline said the same thing. Where we're going is not like anywhere we've ever been before. So we want to make, we have blank pages. And the Lord has been preparing us and trusting us and teaching us how to steward where we're at so that we can participate and partner with him on what the next chapter looks like, what the next home looks like, what the next place looks like. And so I see this year as kind of this partnership with the Lord of like him bringing things into completion and then also us partnering with him. What are we about to step into? Because when you move into a new home, you can always paint later. You're like, I don't like the walls. I want to paint later, but that's more work. And I think the Lord is giving us this opportunity this year to like Nedra said, like he's pulling the bow back and to, to get really close and be really intentional. And you can't mess. Don't be stressed. You can't mess it up. But be really intentional. This is not a quick thing. Don't get frustrated. It's not a very quick, immediate thing. 
but it's very firm. Like Caroline said, it's a very firm foundation. It's a very permanent thing. And it's a very, um, your root, like she said, like your root systems are so deep that you're going to be able to, to thrive um, more, uh, more and more quickly and more fully in this new, in this new environment where he's taking you. Does that make sense? All right. I think that's it. Thank you, Mel. That's so good. Um, a few things I felt. The first thing I really felt was just giving Jesus permission to pastor you into this new year. I feel like the American way is just to, you know, full steam ahead, join the gym, set all these New Year's resolutions, you know, just do all these things. And I just feel like the way of Jesus is so much different. Um, and I just felt like he was really saying, you know, yes to all these things, yes to all these words, yes to all he has, but allow your soul to transition into the next, um, because what he has is so big and what he has is so great, but he wants us to be whole. And I just really felt like, um, just allowing yourself to sit with the Holy Spirit and to look back at this year look back at the losses, look back at the disappointments, look back at the victories, look back at the miracles, look back at the good, and really just sit with him in those things and give thanks and release them to him before you transition into the next. And I really just felt like this is a year that we are regaining territory with the Lord as God's children and as his priests and kings in this world. I really just felt like there are places that the enemy has tried to take um, and steal and destroy, and the Lord is saying no more. You are going to reoccupy those lands. You're going to reoccupy that territory uh, with me. And I really felt like I heard the Lord say kingdom expansion and kingdom increase. And I feel like that comes to us through seeking wisdom. When I was asking the Holy Spirit, you know, what what are some tools for this year that you are giving us as his bride to increase, to expand? I really felt like he was saying, seek wisdom. You know, it may not be like this popular thing um, that the world says to do, but it's what Jesus says to do. He says to seek understanding, seek wisdom, seek revelation. Wisdom was with the Lord, with the Lord when the earth was created before time. And so I feel like that is something that he is giving to us as his bride, just to seek. And also just to let Jesus uh, just write stories in your life. Just to, I feel like there's this new opportunity to have hope in him for those things that have tried to be lost or stolen. That he's saying, just have hope, have fresh belief in me, because I have a story for you that you could never write yourself. And I've seen him do it this year in amazing ways, and I feel like it was just uh, a forthcoming of what's to come in the future. Of he, he's saying, this is, I have a story to write that you could never think or imagine, and just to let me do it and have faith to let me do it. And so I just believe that um, he's giving us that spirit of wisdom. He wants to increase our hope, increase our faith, and what he wants to do, and just to have great expectations for this year. Wow, amen. Um, I want to read this scripture. I wasn't 
um, exactly even sure if I would go here, but you know, it just really flows with what everyone's saying in Matthew six, verse six, this is Jesus talking and he says, but when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. That right there is where the oil is. That's where it is. I actually, you know, a few weeks ago I was talking about the oil and, but the key with all like words, when we get prophetic words and we see promises and we see what the Lord is doing, like that's the key. Like others, other, others have talked about this morning is shut the door behind you and let the Lord fill you with his oil because he's always full and he's always flowing. And, the, you know, the scriptures uh, talk about coming to him with, uh, with empty vessels. You know, we just sometimes we come to him and we're just so full of all this stuff and all these things. And it's like I just feel like there's this uh, invitation of the Lord is, is always there, but it's like a, a reminder into this new thing, into the, the new year, a reminder every day, un, uninterrupted time in the quiet place, shut the door behind you and just let him fill you with his oil. Let him pour it out. That That's where the riches of Christ are. And because I feel like sometimes um, with the prophetic and and promises and prophetic words it's like we kind of get in these i'll call it like the prophetic whirlpool and it's like it's good it's moving there's power but it, it it's like it never really goes anywhere and, you know we just kind of are going in circles and then it's just like hey i need another word or i need more confirmation on that word now i need more because it's not going anywhere and if we're not careful uh, that that whirlpool that was moving and it is good, but it's not going anywhere. It just kind of becomes what I would call like a prophetic pond, you know, it becomes stagnant and we're just like sitting in it. And uh, the thing about faith is how, ma- how many of us know how often faith looks like doing something. It looks like an action and a risk. And so I just feel that, you know, as we talk about the prophetic and the Lord and his promises, it's a river, it's flowing. And so I just, I think there's an invitation to look at some of the, these words this morning and prophetic words that you've had, uh, promises over your life calling and just do something to partner with it. Like just do something, even if it seems like small or seemingly insignificant, say, I'm going to get in the flow of the river. I'm not just going to keep going around and around and waiting for the manifestation of this word or of this promise. Like I'm going to partner and be uh, the manifestation of this word. And uh, what we find, uh, I know y'all would all agree, like what you find is when you actually just it's like a trust and you just do something you you get in the flow you got to enter into the river there's an action and the lord just takes you like he just moves and uh he moves on that and so to kind of connect with that i saw uh i heard the word uh words from the lord recently uh for this new year bring forth the gardeners bring forth the gardeners and i saw this picture of many of us 
And it was like we a lot of us have had swords in our hand and we've been fighting battles and we've been standing firm, you know, on territories and believing for things. And uh, I saw like some an exchange going on from the Lord where you've got this sword in your hand and the Lord starts putting in your hand instead of a sword for this new uh, this new chapter. He puts like garden tools like I saw, like whether it's garden hose or um, watering cans or, you know, um, uh, soil knives. And I just saw us getting all of these garden tools because I feel like uh, it's really as what Mel was saying, it's it's time to. Like really, if you haven't put seed in the ground, put the seed in the ground. But if you've put the seed in the ground and you've been standing on it, like standing on it, believing it, waving your sword, it's time now to actually water this thing and cultivate it because a gardener is a cultivator. So I feel the Lord saying, bring forth the gardeners, the cultivators who are going to cultivate the word of the Lord and cultivate the promises and see them uh, spring forth. Just as the scripture I read earlier, it's a new thing. It's going to spring forth. And um, so it's really, um, you know, it's daily receiving the oil and entering into the river, getting to the flow, getting to the flow. And I, I want us to, you know, we're, we're up at time, um, but I want us to um, just start there, just right where you're sitting. Just take a moment and um, just you can close your eyes. You can put your, your hands in front of you. Um, but let's just start there of receiving the oil the Jesus oil whatever you got what he's got so much better it's so much better let him pour into you receive the oil and step into the flow of the river of heaven you gotta do something get out of the whirlpool get out of the stagnant waters and enter in because the Holy Spirit will show you. He'll show you what to do. He'll show you how to partner with these words and the, the promises over your life. Receive the oil and then enter into the river. Receive the oil, enter into the river. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. There's a refreshing, there's a renewing, there's an energizing. The breath of God is blowing from Mount Zion. And it's refreshing you this morning. It's renewing you and restoring and energizing you. It's a, it's a breathing in the breath of Almighty God blowing from Mount Zion. It's a receiving the oil, the Jesus oil, and it's a entering into the river of the Spirit. Entering into the river. We thank you, Lord. I'm going to ask you, just, you can just stay in this moment. I think a few of us are just going to pray. I know Nedra's got a prayer to release over us. Steve, you, you guys can come back up and, and start playing. And we're just going to release for a, a few moments before we close out in worship.
Jesus, thank you so much just for your presence. And we just release to you right now um, just anything in our past from 2022, God. We just thank you, Jesus, for being the shepherd of our souls. We thank you that we go into 2023 with the banner of victory over our lives. Thank you for the banner of hope. Thank you for the banner of love that is just being carried over us as a bride. And we just thank you, God, for um, the seed that we get to sow into with our words, with our actions, with our dreams, with our finances, God. We just thank you, God, that you will do immeasurably more than we could ever ask or imagine. And this year, God, we just are filled with so much great expectation. We thank you for the refreshment and the recovery of those things that have been lost, God. We thank you that you restore all things. And I just thank you for just the boldness that you are giving us to be bold as lions in this year. Thank you for the power, the new fresh wind of power that is coming across the church. Thank you for miracles, signs, and wonders. Thank you for so many just returning to you as their first love, God, and coming home. Thank you for families being restored, marriages being restored, Jesus. I thank you for the maturity that you have for us as a bride just to grow and be transformed in you, God. Thank you for kingdom expansion and kingdom increase, Jesus. Thank you for every sphere of influence that is represented here, God, that you are giving us the keys to expand and increase for your kingdom, Jesus. Thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation being poured out. We want to just know your voice so well, Holy Spirit. And everything that we do, we want to be guided by you and hear your voice. We just give you all the honor and the glory as our first fruits of this day, of this year. We love you so much, Jesus, and are so expectant. shoulder blade and up under the shoulder blade whether it's a pulled muscle or something that's hurt and then I actually just had a vision of somebody lifting up their hands and a shoulder being healed uh, this morning and then I just saw the word uh, meniscus and uh, Caroline told me that's in the knee 
So I just saw a little word meniscus, and I just declare healing over that. And then I just saw for somebody or for several people just, it sounds so simple, just a greater dependency upon Jesus. <laughs> you know, just, there's a lot of different choices out there, you know, to, to try to help you get better or feel better or get free. And I just saw you this morning putting your hands out in front of you and just saying, Jesus, I give it to you. And, and the result of that would be breakthrough. I just see break. I thank you for breakthrough, Jesus, right now. He's in the room, and he loves you. And he wants to bring breakthrough to you because he's already paid for it. That's how much he loves you. So right now, in Jesus' name, healing and breakthrough. Yeah, let's stand. Stand across the room. close this morning which is also beginning this new year with worship and so before we actually start worshiping together um, just want to invite you to start worshiping as you are you know this is a house where everyone is a worship leader wherever you are and just start singing out a song to the Lord uh, thanking him begin to thank him across the room if there's something that you know some, someone said one of us said this morning and you you just like that that's me that is for me that's got my name written on it oh just tell the lord that it's thank him for it because it's yours because it's yours i thank you god yeah thank you lord if that was you with the needing the healing Check it out, and if you need some prayer for that, Wes is already standing up here. Come come pray for that. Hallelujah. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. And I just, I felt like decreeing um, no more lack in your families, no more lack in your life, and no more hopelessness in homes, no more lack in families and in your life, and no more hopelessness in homes in the name of Jesus. No more oppressive grips. No more oppressive grips in the name of Jesus in this new year. And I even just feel no more oppressive grips from pharaohs of these, uh, these present times in the name of Jesus. Uh, there's truly a breakthrough and a breaking free, a breaking free of bondages in the name of Jesus. So as we begin to, to worship and just sing out, uh, there's freedom in this house. And this is your opportunity to say, this is how I'm going to start this new year in worship. Uh, this is what I'm going to pour out and give to the king this morning and declare as the family of God. And yet it's one of those moments where you say, I don't have this moment back. You know, because tomorrow, you know, we're, we're moving into the new year. But I've got this moment right here, right now, with the family of God to give him everything I've got. To pour everything out to him and to worship and to dance and declare and to celebrate and give him thanks for all that he's doing and all he's going to do in the name of Jesus. Let's worship. Let's worship.